Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. What you're about to hear is a teaser for our new bonus episode we are doing for subscribers to Beast Inside, the Daily Beast membership program. We have a very special guest with CNN Chief White House correspondent Jim Acosta, who tells us about Trump's inner circle and the dangers of calling out this president. Again, this is for Beast Inside members only. To hear this along with the rest of our upcoming bonus episodes, head to newabnormal.com. TheDailyBeast.com. That's newabnormal.thedailybeast.com. So, Jim Acosta, thank you so much for being with us today on The New Abnormal. You have been a person who has been willing from the beginning of this administration to stand up in the press briefings and in other contexts and push him a little harder than almost anybody else. And I, I know that a lot of, of our listeners appreciate that approach. And I, I just wanted to get your perspective on what's the difference in feel right now from the beginning of this whole shenanigan to the moment we're in today in terms of how he handles the press and how the White House handles it. Well, you know, I think it's, uh, it's a great question. And I I will just take you back to, you know, January 11th, 2017, when CNN had the story that, you know, the intelligence community went to Trump and said, listen, the Russians may have compromising information on you. Uh, you need to know this. And, you know, I tried to ask the president about that, president-elect about that during that infamous news conference where he first called me fake news. And honestly, you know, it was one of those things that it was building up to that moment. I was out on the campaign trail with him back in 2016 when he would call us the disgusting news media the dishonest news media, liars, scum, crooks, thieves, all of the names you can think of. And you'd have tens of thousands of people screaming at us in these rallies. And I just, when he started to call us fake news and Sean Spicer was calling us fake news and Mike Pence was calling us fake news at that infamous news conference, I just thought, you know what, that's it. I've had enough. And I just thought, I'm just going to interrupt him. He's not going to take my question. I'm going to interrupt him and try to get a question to him. You know, did you or your associates have contacts with the Russians during the campaign? He did not answer that question. He went on to tell another reporter, I think, outside an elevator. No, I did not. And that was not exactly accurate. As we all know now, there were lots of Trump associates and family members who had contacts with Russians during that campaign. Putting all that to the side, I just thought, at that point and in the days that followed when Spicer went into the briefing room and had his infamous largest inauguration crowd in the world moment, we had just like gone across this threshold where the old playbook needed to go out the window. And it seemed to me a new president, new kind of president required a new kind of playbook. And I certainly got pushback on that. There were people like, whoa, you're, you're out of control. You shouldn't be doing this. But if a new administration is going to come in and set fire to the notion of common truths and going after the tradition of attacking news organizations in the way that they were, I thought that that needed some pushback. We just crossed a threshold here that can't be crossed. And I thought it, it needed some pushback. And as we all saw in those briefings with Spicer, where he, as I like to put it, Melissa McCarthy did not become Sean Spicer. Sean Spicer became Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> we're big boys and girls in the White House press corps. We are not going to allow 
a White House or spokespeople for the president to come in and just trash news organizations and trash the institution of a free press without some pushback. And I still feel very strongly about that. And to this day, we've seen the same thing. You know, just yesterday, the president called me fake news for a story that we did. And it just it's something that comes with the territory. And it's unfortunate that he feels this need to do this. You know, you can dissect why that is, but it's not going to stop us from what we're doing at all. No way. Is Kelly different? There have been three press secretaries, right? Oh, no, there have been four, right? The one who never held any briefings. Right, Stephanie Grisham never held one, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Is there a seismic shift between them, and can you talk a little bit about that? Well, I think that Kaylee McEnany is continuing the tradition of not really being a press secretary, but really being an attack dog for the president. And she's performing for an audience of one, the way that Sean Spicer was, and the way Sarah Sanders was. And it's you know, she has a big a briefing book full of falsehoods, half-truths, and attacks on the press. And, you know, she'll be at the podium flipping through these pages, and then she'll, like, get on the page where she attacks us. And it's like, give me a break. This is not what the traditional role of a White House press secretary is. I'm old enough to remember when the White House press secretary's job is to serve the American people, to serve the presidency, not just the person who is the current occupant of the Oval Office. We used to rely on the press secretary to tell us when what's going on with natural disasters. And if there are national security threats to the country and walk us through economic policy shifts and healthcare policy shifts and that sort of thing, that's what those briefing books were supposed to be used for, you know, in previous administrations. And it's just unfortunate. She is essentially picking up where Sarah Sanders left off. And, you know, I'll remind folks, Sarah Sanders, the White House press secretary, the second one for President Trump will go down in history as having, you know, appeared in the Mueller report, admitting to federal law enforcement agents that she passed on false information to the press and to the American people. Um, I had this back and forth with Sarah where she refused to say that we weren't the enemy of the people. These kinds of attacks on us and on this notion of the truth, that should not be the role of a White House press secretary. And unfortunately, Kaylee is picking up where they left off. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quinn's is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.